Welcome to the Daily Summation Podcast from Kurt's Religion and Politics. The podcast that you're about to listen to is the lightly edited audio from a video for the Daily Summation that I put on YouTube and Rumble on the Kurt's Religion and Politics channels. If you want to check them out, you can do that there. But if you want to just go ahead and listen to the audio, which as I say, I've edited to take out a bunch of the annoying pauses and so forth, you can listen to it here. Thanks for tuning in. And now on with the podcast. Good morning and welcome to the Daily Summation on Kurt's Religion and Politics. I'm your host, I'm Kurt. Today is Sunday, the 25th of October, 2020. Uh, And this morning I wanted to talk a little little bit about the idea of the public option. I had an article entitled, What's Wrong with a Public Option? And I wanted to point out something that I think a lot of people don't really get, don't really understand. And it is that where a lot of people like to make the make a contrast i guess you would say between a public option and single payer the differences are maybe not as stark as you might imagine between the two so when people talk about single payer what they're talking about typically is a system in which payments for for medical care of one kind or another are essentially passed through a single entity, and typically that entity is the U.S. government for the U.S. Right? That's who they're going to argue uh, should be doing should be dealing with payments. Now, the thing about that is, when you do something like that, what happens then is the government becomes responsible for paying folks, and if they have a schedule that they use to determine who gets paid for what. If somebody says, I should be paid this for what I did, and they can, even if they can cite reasons, typically the government's response is going to be, no, you get paid according to the schedule, and that's that. And uh, so that's, that's how, that, how that ends up working. In other words, government essentially controls prices for medical care using single payer. Okay, now let's talk about the concept of, uh, of a uh, public option, okay? The idea of a public option is that the government makes available plans that people can buy, uh, medical insurance typically plans that people can buy, and it pretty much has to be the government, that's what makes it public, okay? And those, those options are designed to be cheaper than what you would pay in the private market. Otherwise, there's basically no reason for having them at all. But here's the thing. There are a couple of factors that make it so that what actually happens is costs are hidden or the market is changed in order to make it so that it looks like what's being done, what's being offered is cheaper. And the first of these is that the government can, quote, subsidize uh, insurance premiums on the public option by using taxation. So they can charge taxes and then use those taxes in order to subsidize what people are paying in premiums. So let's say you had a premium that was supposed to be $500 a month uh, prior to the subsidy, then you start taking taxes and you end up with with um, 
And this is just an example. I don't even know what most people are paying for health insurance. I'll be quite honest. Uh, I know I was paying less than 500 a month, but anyway, uh, the point the point would be then that they then they say, for example, set a $250 subsidy. So now you've got a $250 uh, premium. So that's that's the first thing that they can do. And the thing is, somebody's still paying that additional money in premiums. Okay, somebody is, whether it's the taxpayer or what, whether it's the individual who's using the public option or whoever, somebody's still paying. And here's the thing. Well, I want to get too deep into this right now. Let me let me back off a little bit and talk about the other, which is that the government essentially, when it decides what the plans look like, decides who will and who will not get paid for their services. That's part of a plan. You say you can you can use the plan for this, but you can't use the plan for that. So the thing is, the two things in that sense become very similar. Now, the point that a lot of people make about a public option is, but a public option is not universal like single payer. And that seems true, but let me point something out. When people realize that the public option is cheaper and that they can get insurance that seems to them, whether or not it actually is, like, uh, you know, comparable to the insurance that they would have gotten on the private market, uh, what do you think many of them are going to do? Well, they're going to go to the public option, right? Now, when people realize I'm going to pay for this public option, whether or not I use it, what do you think they're probably going to do? Well, for a lot of them, they're going to go to the public option. Now, I make the statement that it, that everybody ends up paying if you subsidize something. And I make that statement because of this reality that I think a lot of people miss. And it is, when you tax people, I don't care if it's higher earners or not. I don't care if it's everybody or higher earners. If you tax everybody, it becomes obvious why, why payment for it becomes universal at the very least. When you tax higher earners, they're going to pass along what they're paying in taxes in rising prices, and people are going to want higher wages in order to compensate for higher prices, which means that the you know prices for things that aren't even necessarily directly infected, uh, affected are going to be affected by what's going on. That's how that's going to work. You can like it, you can hate it, but it's the reality. Okay. Uh, and so, so where we are is in a place where everybody's uh, costs are going to go, go up in what we would refer to quite simply as inflation as a result of what's going on there. So that's the, that's the reason that I say that. Uh, so even though the the public option is probably not going to be as prone to have universal uh, uh, acceptance, universal use, the public option will still grow to be quite large. And part of the problem is that it will do a, a serious number on the private insurance companies. And again, if it weren't for the fact that they're potentially subsidizing and that they're potentially managing care in such a way that there may literally be rationing as a result of what the government says you can and can't have, because they can do things like, say, in policies, <clears throat> they can say, say things like uh, you can have two 
eyeglass visits a year. You can have, and, and they can do that in ways that they would not allow the private insurance market to do. That's not to say the private insurance market can't ever, ever do anything like that. It's to say that the government will be able to do it on their terms. And because they're not paying for care and they want to look good, they can make it so that they, so that there's various kinds of what amount to rationing. Uh, they can make it so that the quality of care is reduced, and they can also make it so that the, uh, I forget what the other thing that I was thinking, but basically the quality and the quantity of care can be affected, and one of the ways that the quantity can be affected is by rationing, uh, and that's an, these are important considerations. So, so then there's another piece to this puzzle that I talk about in my blog entry, and that piece is what happens to the medical community. When you start telling people it costs you $10,000 to do this appendix operation because this person had appendicitis, but we're going to pay you five, what you start telling the medical community is you can't charge what it actually, in real terms, costs you to, to do this procedure. Right. And so like with Medicare, what's happened with Medicare? Okay, doctors will say then I'm not taking that. I'm not taking Medicare patients because I can't afford that. And the other thing that happens, what a lot of people don't realize is a lot of people in the medical community spend huge amount of time and money and other resources to become proficient as doctors and nurses and other staff. And so those individuals have spent all of this time and money, and now you're telling them that you're not going to get paid consistent with the effort that you put in to get here. And that sounds crass, but the thing about it is, if you have a person who's an engineer and that person's gone through huge amounts of schooling to become an engineer, do you honestly think it's reasonable to tell that individual you're not going to get paid for being an engineer what you should be paid. Well, the same thing applies to the medical community. Yeah, I know. There's the argument that says, but they're uh, more in public service and people die if they don't get care and so forth. I get that. I get what you're saying. It doesn't change their reality financially. And there are a lot of people already. Look, I, I can't tell you how many doctors I know have investment plans that make it so that they can get out of the medical community at some point because of the, the sheer toll that it takes on their health and sometimes their, you know, mental and physical health, right? There's such a toll that that they're that a lot of them have exit strategies. Uh, okay, so I'm uh, a little bit over what I expected, and or not what I expected, because to be honest, on this topic, I could talk for quite a while and probably not cover everything. But I need to just say this: if you honestly think that either a public option or uh, um, um, trying to think what I was saying here, or single payer are a good idea. I hope that I've helped you to understand why maybe things are not as you see they are. There are a lot of people who've talked on this more cogently, more, you know, better than I have. And I, the reason I did this video is I believe that those individuals uh, can't help but be long-winded when they do that uh, if, they, if they do it at length. So when Dr. Thomas Sowell, for example, talks about things like that, uh, he, he takes books, you know, and a lot of people I know just don't feel like they have the time to do that, so, uh, look at it and so forth. So uh, that all having been said, I'm going to go ahead and wrap up now. Uh, 
if you're if you're tuning in on YouTube, thank you. If you're tuning in on Rumble, thank you for doing that. If you're you know coming to me from the podcast, that's a great thing too. Uh, I hope you have a great day. Hopefully, we will see you again tomorrow. That will be Monday, the twenty sixth of October. October 2020. Uh, Thank you very much for listening, and I hope your day is a good one, and hopefully we will see you again tomorrow. Thanks for checking out this video. Remember that you can like it on YouTube, and you can give it a rumble on Rumble if you want to do that. Uh, I have channels on both YouTube and Rumble. They are the Kurtz Religion and Politics channels. You can subscribe to either one of those if you want to do so. Remember, if you subscribe on YouTube, you probably want to click the notification bell in order to be notified of new content. Um, If you want to see more from me, you can check me out on my blog. That's blogs.kpshubert.com, blogs.kpshubert.com. You can also see my Facebook page, that is uh, Kurt's Religion and Politics on Facebook. You can check out my Twitter, Twitter, uh, Parlor, and Minds.com accounts. My handle on all three of those is at KP Schubert. That's at K-P-S-H-U-B-E-R-T. You can um, check out my podcast. The podcast is at podcasts.kpshubert.com. That's podcasts.kpshubert.com. And finally, you can check me out on Patreon. And if you want to support me, that's probably one of the better places that you can do that. I am Kurt's Religion and Politics there. Thanks again for checking out this video, and hopefully we will see you again tomorrow. You've just been listening to the Daily Summation Podcast from Kurtz Religion and Politics. As I say at the intro, this is a uh, lightly edited audio from a video that I put on YouTube and Rumble that you can check out there. Uh, And I take out the pauses and so forth here, and it's basically the same content, except that you don't obviously get the video. Uh, I hope you have enjoyed what you've heard. Let me know if you have any comments or whatever that you might want for me to, to get. Thanks for listening, and by all means, come back again tomorrow, and you'll almost certainly get another one of the Daily Summation Podcasts. Thanks for listening. Bye.